Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 220 of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I am talking about Major League Baseball suspending Padre star shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. 80 games for using performance-enhancing drugs. In his first three Major League seasons, Fernando Tatis Jr. had emerged as one of baseball's biggest stars with a .292 batting average, 81 home runs, Tatis Jr. led the National League with 42 homers in 2021 and made his first All-Star game. The Padres had their first legitimate star player since Adrian Gonzalez and their first superstar since the late great Tony Gwynn. The team quickly gave Tatis Jr. before the start of last season a 14-year contract worth $340 million, the fourth biggest contract in the history of baseball. Only Mike Trout Mookie Betts and Francisco Lindor have been paid more. Tatis Jr. has missed the entire 2022 season due to a bone fracture, which was rumored to be caused by a motorcycle accident. Now before returning, Tatis Jr. has been suspended 80 games the rest of this season and the first 30 of next season for using performance-enhancing drugs, which he claims he used to treat ringworm. This hurts baseball not only because because it taints one of their young stars, but also because of baseball's past with steroids. In the late 90s, all of baseball's biggest stars, Barry Bonds, the man who has hit more home runs in the history of the sport, Sammy Sosa, who hit over 60 home runs three times in four years, Mark McGuire, who infamously hit 70 home runs in 1998, a then major league record only for Bonds to break the record in 2001, hitting 73 home runs. All of those players used performance enhancing drugs. And in the mid to late 2000s, that's all we talked about when we talked about Major League Baseball. How we feel about the numbers because of all of these cheaters. All of these guys we think cheated the game. Baseball was not looked at as authentic anymore. I mean, that whole era of baseball is defined by the steroids usage. It's defied by Bud Selig not doing enough to stop it. When we look back at that era, we think of it as the steroid era of baseball. And it really felt like we had gotten to a place where we only had to talk about that kind of nonsense when we were talking about the Baseball Hall of Fame. Should Barry Bonds be a future Hall of Famer? Should Roger Clemens make the Hall of Fame? Should Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire be Hall of Famers? It felt like we were past all of this, that we didn't have to talk about our current baseball stars cheating, and then out of nowhere, Fernando Tyler Jr., one of baseball's biggest stars, gets suspended. It's not a good look for the sport. You never want to get back to a point where baseball's biggest story is who is playing the game honestly and who isn't. Like, I grew up in the early to mid-2000s where all they talked about were the investigations into who was using performance-enhancing drugs. Nobody wants to talk about that anymore. All we want to do is watch the game of baseball. Those free players players I mentioned, Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa, however, were never suspended because they never tested positive. Tatis Jr. joins this list of other notable star players who were suspended for using PEDs. First baseman Rafael Palmero, who was suspended a merely 10 games in 2005. This is the man who has been kept out of the Hall of Fame. He wagged his finger on TV and said he had never used performance-enhancing drugs. Clearly, that was 
a lie. Outfielder Manny Ramirez was suspended 50 games in 2009 and 100 games in 2011. And that one hurts because I'm a Boston Red Sox fan and I believe in my heart Manny Ramirez is one of the greatest hitters in the history of the sport. Yet we don't get to celebrate his career. I mean, he was a postseason hero in both 2004 and 2007. He was one of my all-time favorite players to watch play the game of baseball. But now I can't even talk about him without others being disgusted by him because they view him as a cheater. And look, he is a cheater, but I want to look back at the time that Manny played for the Red Sox fondly, and it's very difficult to do under these circumstances. Outfielder Ryan Braun was suspended 65 games, Nelson Cruz 50 games, third baseman Alex Rodriguez the entire season, and Miguel Tejada 105 games, all in 2013. And both A-Rod and Ryan Braun had defiantly defended themselves against the idea that they used performance-enhancing drugs. That's how embarrassing this has been for not only the sport of baseball, but for the athletes that play it. Because they have to, again, like Rafael Palmeiro, wag their fingers on television and say they did not cheat the sport, only for it to come out much later that they actually did. There's that embarrassing interview with Alex Rodriguez and Katie Couric, where he gets upset when she even brings up the idea that he used performance-enhancing drugs. And then he was suspended not even like a year later after that interview. It's embarrassing. This was an embarrassing time for baseball. And again, I hope we never get back to it. A lot of people ask the question, why does baseball care about performance-enhancing drugs way more than the other sports? Like when a football player gets suspended, it's no big deal. When a basketball player gets suspended, nobody cares. A hockey player. Other sports have not been infected by performance-enhancing drugs the way baseball has. And I think I finally come up with the answer. Baseball has been bothered by it more than the other sports because the best players have been caught using it. Basketball has never had an issue where LeBron James and Michael Jordan have been suspended. Literally, baseball's greatest hitter, Barry Bonds, has been allegedly cheating the game. I mean, that taints the sport itself when the best players are the ones cheating it. People would care about cheating in football if Tom Brady was using steroids, if Peyton Manning had used steroids, if they had been caught cheating. Literally, baseball's biggest stars have almost all been caught cheating in recent memory. Alex Rodriguez was one of the biggest names in the history of the sport. He not only was a star shortstop, he then made the transition to third base. I remember watching his historic 2007 season where he hit 54 home runs for the Yankees. The guys who have been caught cheating the game of baseball have been former MVPs, former All-Stars, former Cy Young Award winners. These are not backup players. These are the biggest names in the sport. You can go all the way back to Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. I mean, those guys were big for the sport of baseball. They were hitting home runs at a rate we had never seen before. They were the Bash brothers. They were fan favorites. The only way baseball would have been able to ignore all this if scrub players were the ones cheating the sport. No, it has been the biggest stars in the game the last 30 years have been the ones who have cheated the sport the most. Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. I mean, the 1998 home run chase has been tainted forever because of performance-enhancing drugs. 
I believe baseball would love to ignore performance-enhancing drugs, but they can't because their biggest stars are the ones taking them. And also, you can't deny that people do care about the history of baseball more so than they care about the history of basketball and football. Baseball is all about the numbers, at least it used to be. We used to care about the home run king. Now, absolutely no one cares about the fact that Barry Bonds leads Major League Baseball in home runs in its history. No one cares about that number anymore. It's baseball's fault that it got that bad with the performance-enhancing drugs, but they had to get to a point where they could prevent it because, again, they can't be like the other sports. Because, again, the biggest football players have not been caught cheating. The biggest basketball players have not been caught cheating. All of the best baseball players of the last 35 years, almost all of them, have been caught cheating the sport. So now they have to do all they can to catch these people before they become big names. And I think baseball has done a good job. I mean, before Tatis Jr., the last star player to be suspended was second baseman Robinson Cano, who was suspended 80 games in 2018 and the full season in 2020. They've done a good job at making you forget that there was a time when we were all watching the game and thinking to ourselves, is this batter using steroids right now? I don't watch baseball like that anymore, and that's a very good thing, because you don't want want me questioning the authenticity of the sport that I am watching. You don't want me to question the sincerity of the outcome. You want the game to mean something, and I think it means something when people are not cheating it. The use of steroids and performance-enhancing drugs have become the biggest thing, keeping the biggest names from joining the Baseball Hall of Fame, and I 100% agree with Alex Rodriguez when he said on ESPN that this takes away any chance of the 22-year-old Fernando Tati Jr. ever making the Baseball Hall of Fame. No matter what he achieves the rest of his career, it will not end up with a plaque in Cooperstown. Think about all of the great players that have been left out of the hall for using performance-enhancing drugs. Barry Bonds, a seven-time MVP. Roger Clemens, a seven-time Cy Young Award winner. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Alex Rodriguez, Manny Ramirez, Gary Sheffield. The list goes on and on of all of those great players in the the 1990s that cheated the game of baseball. If you're not going to put those guys in, then you can't put this guy in. You have to be consistent, and at least baseball has been consistent up until this point. If you have been caught cheating the game, or we think you cheated the game, we have kept you out of Cooperstown. I don't want to hear that this was a one-time incident. I don't want to hear any of that nonsense about giving Fernando Tatis Jr. a break. I don't buy that this would be a one-time incident. If you're we're not going to put those guys in the Hall of Fame. You cannot put this guy in the Hall of Fame. No matter if he becomes the greatest shortstop since Cal Ripken Jr., I don't want to see him make the Baseball Hall of Fame. I want them to be consistent on this stance. And if they do change their minds and put Tatis Jr. in the Hall of Fame because he has a great career, then I want them to change their minds on all of these players. If you're going to put in one cheater, then you have to put in all of them. And things look very bad for Fernando Tatis Jr. right now, but I think it could get a whole lot worse. He will be booed at most ballparks he will play at, and if he comes back from suspension and lacks the power that he's known for, people will say he was only good because he cheated the game. Let's use Brewers outfielder Ryan Braun as an example. Prior to his suspension, Braun was a five-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, and an MVP award winner, and had five seasons of 30 or more home runs. After the suspension, 
he made only one more All-Star game and had one season of hitting 30 home runs. He to put it simply, was not the same Ryan Braun. And to put it mildly, all eyes will be on Tatis Jr. to see if he's the same when he comes back. It is worth noting, when Braun was suspended, he was already 30 years old, and Tatis Jr. is only 22. So there is a chance that Fernando Tatis Jr. will come back from this suspension and be the exact same player. I'm saying if he's not, things are about to get a whole lot worse for Fernando Tatis Jr. Back in the day during the height of the steroid era, teams would rarely speak out against their stars accused of cheating. The Giants never said anything negative about Barry Bonds whatsoever. What's interesting about what's happening with Tatis Jr., Padres general manager A.J. Preller is calling out the shortstop for his selfish actions, saying, I think we need to get to a point in time where we can trust. Over the last six or seven months, that's been something we really haven't been able to have. Comments like this make you wonder about Tatis's Jr.'s future as a member of the San Diego Padres. I mean, this is a team that just traded for star outfielder Juan Soto. I could see a reality where the San Diego Padres give Juan Soto a $400 million contract and then kick Fernando Tatis Jr. out of town and trade him away. And Preller has every right to be upset. He gave this guy a 14-year contract and since doing so, the guy has had a motorcycle accident and has now been suspended over 80 games. I also think that's another aspect of all this that angers fans of baseball, that these guys get away with cheating because their money is fully guaranteed. The fact that Barry Bonds got rich off of cheating, the fact that Mark McGuire got rich, the fact that Manny Ramirez is still getting paid by the Boston Red Sox, that irks people. These guys cheated the game and the game can't even steal their money away? Yeah, he's going to be suspended 80 games, but in all likelihood, Fernando Tatis Jr. will still see the majority of his contract unless he gets suspended again. Most people would say the punishment does not fit the crime, that ultimately it was worth Fernando Tatis Jr. cheating if it got him all of that money, and I think that's the thing that upsets most people about baseball and performance-enhancing drugs, the fact that these guys get suspended they get ridiculed, but they still end up with a boatload of money. It just doesn't feel like justice has been served when it comes to performance-enhancing drugs in baseball. If they really are tarnishing the game of baseball, and we all feel like they are, they should lose a majority of that contract. The Padres should be able to, in reality, take most of that money away and denounce Fernando Tatis Jr. if they believe he is a full-on cheater, which clearly they do because the sport just suspended him. And I love the Baseball Hall of Fame, but let's not act like that's punishment enough for what these guys have done. People like to say, oh, we're keeping Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens out of the Hall of Fame. That'll teach them. They don't care all that much about making the Baseball Hall of Fame. If I said to Roger Clemens, you had to give up all your career earnings and I'd put you in the Hall of Fame, what do you think he would say? He would say, absolutely not. I'm going to keep my money. The same for Barry Bonds. We love to act like these 
Athletes care about their legacies. They cheated the game so they could get rich. And it kind of feels like they all got away with it. And it kind of feels like Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to get away with it. That's the saddest thing. When these teams have to invite these star players back. Seeing Alex Rodriguez return to the Yankees was sad. Seeing Ryan Braun on the Brewers years after he was any good was sad to watch. Because these teams clearly do not like these players and they have every reason not to like them. They literally cheated the sport and cheated them out of money. While Preller has been outspoken against Tatis Jr., some have come to the star shortstop's defense. His father, a former big leaguer himself, stated that what his son put in his body doesn't give you strength. And former big league ace Pedro Martinez said on TBS, the Padres are to blame for not knowing what Tatis Jr. puts in his body. In regards to Tatis Sr.'s claims, I would say there's a reason the substance is on the ban list. And as for Martinez, it's ridiculous to blame the team for a guy cheating. He's the one being paid millions of dollars to be in shape and to know what he puts in his body. This has been the other thing about the baseball steroid scandal that has been annoying from the get-go. We defend the players we like, and then the ones we hate, we vilify. Like, it just never makes sense. It's why I need all of the performance-enhancing drugs to be out of the sport forever. I don't want to deal with it. I was a big fan of Ryan Braun. Then he cheated the game, and I kind of lost interest because he wasn't the same player. I was a big fan of Alex Rodriguez, but he cheated the game, and he wasn't the same when he came back. I'm just not going to root for Fernando Tatis Jr. moving forward because he did cheat the game. That's the reality we live in. Whether or not he did it on purpose, I don't care. He took a banned sub he was punished for it. And whatever his legacy in the sport was going to be, it has been altered forever because of it. Baseball has had way too many cheaters for me to buy into anyone's excuses. Remember when Ryan Braun questioned the sample of his positive test and we all believed him and baseball turned around his suspension only to suspend him two years later and called him a liar? That was the breaking point for me. I am no longer going to believe any baseball baseball player who gets caught cheating telling me that they're not really cheating the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. cheated the game. That's the reality of this situation. Now we need to move on from it. He's not going to be the face of the game like we all thought he was going to be. Maybe he'll put up the numbers, but they will be viewed as tainted and they kind of should be. There is a part of me that's sad a good young player got caught cheating, but there's a bigger part of me that's happy they caught him before he was considered one of the greats. Again, no other sport has been affected by performance-enhancing drugs the way baseball has. The worst-case scenario would have been that they caught Fernando Tatis Jr. when he's 35 and already considered to be one of the all-time greats, because that is what was routinely happening 15 years ago in the sport. We were catching guys who were already considered Hall of Fame players. When they caught Manny Ramirez, a lot of people thought he was the greatest right-hand hitter in the history of the sport and then all of a sudden we had to walk that back. At least now we know not to say those kind of things about Fernando Tatis Jr. Just basing it on the sport's history of performance enhancing drugs and how we feel about the players who cheated that sport, I could see no reality where Fernando Tatis Jr. could ever recover his reputation from this. I feel bad for him in a way. I get it. It's going to be a rough few years for the guy but he got that mega con 
contract and he needs to redeem himself in some way. I just don't see that redemption happening with the San Diego Padres. Here's how I think this is going to play out. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to come back at least a year for the Padres and then they are going to pick Juan Soto over him and they're going to ship him to some small market team and then we'll forget that we ever talked about Fernando Tatis Jr. like he was one of the best players in all of baseball. That's the sad situation we have found ourselves in. But as bad as this situation is, performance enhancing drugs in baseball was way worse a decade ago. So there's that silver lining. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.